Hey everybody, I'm Jay Kim. I want to read for you Colossians chapter 2, verse 17. Paul writes, These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. These are a shadow of the things to come. So, uh, if you're reading the passage out of context, it sort of begs the question, well, what exactly are these things? And just in one verse previous, he talks about religious festivals, specifically a new moon celebration, and then the Sabbath day, which many of us are familiar with. Now, what's important to note is that Paul is not critiquing these things. He's actually putting them in their rightful place. He's basically saying our religious practices, you know, the stuff that we do, uh, they're not unimportant, but they're a shadow. And what is a shadow? Um, my son, when he was really young, he would chase his own shadow endlessly in our front yard. He thought it was hilarious. And I think a part of the reason why he thought it was so funny is because he could never catch it. It was always a few steps ahead of him. And that is what shadows are. They are only, they exist only as a reminder of the real thing. They're important, um, but they are not the thing itself. And that's our religious practice. Now, again, I want to be clear here. What I am not saying is that the practices of Christian faith are unimportant. Actually, far from it. They're critically important. They are, in many ways, physical, embodied reminders, practices of participating with God by His Spirit into being formed into the sorts of people he has called us to become. We are essentially enacting or reenacting the story of God in our lives. It's why when Jesus, um, before he goes uh, to die for our sins on the cross, he doesn't leave a song or some good words or a teaching or even a book. He leaves his disciples with a meal, the bread and the cup. Because these practices are important. And he says, um, when you gather, take the bread and the cup, eat and drink as a way of remembering me. And that's what our practices are. They allow us to, uh, in embodied ways, um, remember the story of God. But they are not the reality itself. That word reality uh, is actually the Greek word soma. And often the word soma is translated into the word body. And in this context, the word soma is probably best understood as a substance. So a way to read Colossians 2.17 is that Paul is saying these religious festivals, these religious practices, they're good, they're important, but they are a shadow of the things that were to come. The substance is found in Christ. Jesus is the substance. Jesus himself. You know, it's interesting. I wonder... In our actual lives, I know intellectually most of us believe this, but in our actual embodied lives, how many of us live as if Jesus is the substance, the truest reality about life? The fact remains, when we're really honest with ourselves, for most of us, Jesus is a nice add-on to the rest of our lives. He's um, sort of a peripheral uh, part of our lives. And we think about him when we need to. We usually go to him when we're in desperate need. Um, everybody prays during a tragedy. But Jesus isn't really 
the substance, or at least we don't think he is when it comes to the pragmatics of how we spend our days, how we spend our time, our emotions, our money, our resources, uh, what we give mental and emotional energy to. And yet, Paul in Colossians makes it really clear, even Christian practice itself is just a shadow. Going to church, singing the songs, reading the Bible, praying, fasting, small groups, um, you know, listening to a sermon, whatever it might be. These are important. They're necessary. They're good. They're formative and can be transformative, but only in as much as they point us to the reality, the substance that is Jesus. And so as you go about your day, as you go about all the various things that you will do, um, all of the practices you will enact in your life this day, I want to remind you that Jesus is the substance Jesus is the reality, the truest reality, and everything else needs um, to point us to that reality. My hope and prayer is that that'll be the case for you today, that you might see the goodness of God expressed in um, the love of Christ for us in real ways as you go about the various practices of your day.